When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you, as always, by Fight Game Media. Kevin, how's your week been? It's good. I'm getting ready to go to New York City. You, you, oh, man. Are you a fan of what we do in the shadows? You know, I've never... I've. It's one of those okay. shows that's like, I know when I watch this show, it's going to be one of my favorites and I've just never started obsessed. it. Yeah. I want you either right now or when we get done with this podcast, make a note, do a sticky to go to my Instagram stories and see the greatest pronunciation of all time of New York City. Okay. I'm not going to try and do it because I'll mess it up. All right. But it's the character Laszlo from what we do in the shadows dressed quite oddly for what we do in the shadows. And it is phenomenal um that's really exciting though and you're not of course going for aew no in fact it's almost as if you're intentionally trying almost. hard not to go to aew some someone it was someone's intention for me to not someone go. on your trip is for yeah. you to not go to aew yeah, yeah. arthur asked i like that much like wcw nwa back in the day with like the omni like AEW, for whatever reason, has created these stadiums that I'd never, I would have never known. And now I really want to go to. I really want to see an AEW show in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Like, I have a deep need to do that sometimes. So I hope they keep, and I'm sure they will keep going back to Arthur Ashe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already a little disturbed. I'm a, I'm a tad bit disturbed. They're already planning more shows for Chicago. Oh, I know. Like two, it's it's ludicrous considering they're about to go to Seattle for the first time in three years. Right. And Seattle is kind of a hotbed for pro wrestling. Uh, the 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 Pacific Northwest has been a hotbed for wrestling for a, a lot of years, and it's kind of ridiculous. They need to get on that I forty stretch. And yeah, they do come through. That's and, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Straight west. I'm a, I'm actually one one block off of I forty. 
40, two, two blocks off I 40. So stop by my place yeah. on your way out west. I'm a, I think I'm only one mile. I'm one mile north of I 40. Oh, man. We're basically much, neighbors, my friend. Yeah, there's pretty much like four street lights between us. So basically, yeah, all you have to do is Eight get hours on 40. Eight hours four street lights. <laughs> That's right. And then just eventually take uh, eventually take the Carlisle exit, and, and you're here. Yeah. So one day we'll have to make that happen. But yeah, Grand Slam is this week. It is a killer card. It's two hours on Wednesday, two hours on Friday. All four hours are live. Am I correct on that? No, I believe. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm I think rarely it's correct. I'm going to pull this up and see. If it's taped, that is some hot garbage. All right. All Elite. I was pretty certain it was taped until you said that. And then as I started to speak. (laughs) Oh, man, it is taped. Come on. Yeah. They're basically doing like a full on pay-per-view 15 match pay-per-view at Arthur Ashe. For the people in attendance. For the people in attendance, this is going to be. This is a pay-per-view. This is as good as a pay-per-view. You're getting your elevation um, taping in there, too. How do you think this pay-per-view, this show, stacks up next to All Out? I th- Not counting the press conference. <laughs> yeah. I think this might be better. Oh, I think wow. I think it might be because, I mean, I'm not saying the matches will actually be better. Like, if the tag, yeah. I, I don't know if the tag team match is going to be able to match what they did before, but it's the same match. Yeah. I'm kind of more excited about Moxie and Danielson than I was with Punk. Yeah, I'm I'm way more excited for this one. I love I love the the Blackpool Combat Club versus Blackpool Combat Club, which yeah. everyone does. Everyone's been talking about this. Right. It's really exciting. And I'll throw it out right now as we get into this card. I saw something on Rampage really interesting. Did you notice anything about Claudio Castagnoli's entrance? I You watching my Instagram stories right I, I now? am. Hold on. Wait. Oh, wait. Uh-oh. See, I'm blowing this. How dare you? Oh, wait. I just got into some fitness. I will. That was live stream. not my Instagram. That is not no, my. Here we go. The most devious bastard in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> so that is actor Matt Barry is Laszlo. And Matt Barry is one of the greatest actors of all time when it comes to enunciation, like special enunciation uh-huh. words that will just crack you up every there's time. A, there's a little vibrato in that. That was nice. Oh, yeah. And I fell in love with him on the IT crowd. If you haven't checked out the IT crowd, check it out on Netflix. Season two, episode one, maybe the greatest sit- 30 minutes of sitcom you've ever seen. And he debuts season two, episode two. With the golden child returns. He's the golden child, of course. But Claudio Castagnoli's entrance on Rampage. Yeah, I noticed that. Did you notice anything? The only thing I noticed that I remember noticing was Yuta kind of being his lackey in a way. But Yuta, when he first walked out and he's Uh posing. Yeah. Wheeler Yuta's eyes were glued to his belt the whole time. To Claudio's belt. To Claudio's belt. Okay. All, like he's just lost his belt in storyline. Claudio has one belt. There's another belt coming in. Mm-hmm. This is a slow build. This isn't anything that's, I mean, maybe it was just a mistake. Maybe he was like, oh, 
shit, Claudio's belt's about to fall off or something. <laughs> it could have just been that. But it looked to but me Claudio, like this is a slow build to yeah. Wheeler being unhappy, being the only one, one of the only ones without gold. And Claudio, uh, and Claudio kind of made a point in the promo to sort of point out that Yuda yeah. uh, lost. And I and, quote, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, iron, iron sharpens iron, he said. I, exactly. Un- unironically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so, there was something to that. I, I I could see that, especially if um, if uh, Danny Garcia, Daniel Garcia kind of comes into the fold once and for all. I, then I that feel would like be we a know him well sticking enough. point. Danny, he's well Danny enough. does. Call him Danny. Yeah. That's right. I mean, it's not like we're ever going to see Danny Limelight on TV. <laughs> You might, someday. but uh, I don't know. maybe so. Maybe so. We're starting to see some people who we we deserve, who have deserved it for a while. On mm-hmm. speak, uh, speaking of rampage this week, so all right, Moxley versus Danielson main event, super mm-hmm. exciting. Swerve and Keith Lee versus the acclaimed. This is we all thought this belt should have changed hands at the pay per view. Yep. Everyone thinks they're leading to the title change here. If they do not. Oh my this gosh. might be the last event ever in the charred remains <laughs> of Arthur a- Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, we it's might. A good thing yeah. Serena got her moment in there before because it's. Yeah, thank yeah. goodness they they might uh, take this name literally and leave it in the ashes. <laughs> um, but I, I hope you- I hope the t- I hope they change hands and I hope they do it well and I hope they manage to do it better than at the pay per view because I really thought that was a bad move not calling the audible. I don't think Tony Khan is in is a guy that calls audibles though. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's so. That's one strong feeling I have about. Tony yeah, Khan. for sure. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they'll get the same energy? I, I mean, they're, they're. I'm gonna guess no. If I was a betting man, yeah, I would say no. But I'm really hopeful they do. I mean, maybe they do. There's something we have not. We for two weeks in a row we have not gotten an acclaimed rap. Yep. And I think that might be intentional, not only for the CM Punk stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry. Muffin man stuff, (laughs) but also to build anticipation. Yeah. For when we finally do get it. Yeah. And they can just go buck wild on everything that's happened potentially after they've had legal feedback on everything that's happened. And that could really get the crowd and the audience at home incredibly fired up for this match. So did the, right I wonder the if they do the rap before or after the match. Like, what if they get cut off again? When, you know, they come out, they get cut off again. Swerve and Lee come out, just totally make them heels. Yeah. They lose the match. And then as they're celebrating, they hit the music and Max does the victory rap. I would not be happy with that, and I would. I think that could take away from the match. Although so? it would be phenomenal, a phenomenal pop afterwards, but the crowd, I think, might be negatively affected during the match. Just overthinking it. Well, it's a good idea, if, but I think it's a little overthinking it. I think yeah. you could be risking because everybody got so disappointed last time. It's going to be on people's minds this time. Yeah. Disappointment. Yeah. And I think you need to give them a payoff early with yeah. the rap. I think they're doing, I think if they can't recapture that electricity, I don't, 
I, I think it's not because they haven't tried. Like they've done good things to do that. The like sh- the shirts, previewing the shirts, yeah. they're going to be selling to Arthur Ashe. Shirts are great. Letting them know to do the oh scissor me daddy chant. Like yeah. they're they're they planting the right seeds. But. They are. They absolutely are. And let me tell you, there is nowhere in my life that I feel like I can wear a scissor me daddy ass shirt or a scissor me no. daddy shirt. No. And honestly, I'd be more comfortable wearing it if it said daddy ass than just scissor me daddy. Yeah. Um, I feel like that has different connotations. Yeah. <laughs> slightly. It's one of those things that does but not sti- work outside the bubble for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I still really want to. I really want to buy that shirt, but I'm like, I'm not wearing that to work. I'm right. probably not wearing that walk and pump it up around this neighborhood. I'm new to No. And everybody's and even if you like, were oh, to yeah. sleep in, you just know a fire alarm would go off at that point. Oh, absolutely. And then everybody's going to call me bear country and they won't even know that has anything to do with wrestling. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't need, I don't know if I need that in my life. Right. But this next match, Kevin, mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. So you're trying to get some some momentum behind mm-hmm. the interim champion, Tony Storm. Yeah. And what do you do? You bury her in a match with three other women, number one. Yeah. But you basically take the match from all out and say, who's the hottest person in that match? Let's yeah. not put her in this. Let's put yeah. everybody in this but that hottest wrestler from all out. And thus, we have no Jamie Hayter. She's been replaced by Athena. Somebody or other has been replaced with Serena Deeb. Yeah. And then, of course, we have Britt Baker. Um, whole thing worries me. Although I think I don't think Tony's going to take the storm off. I don't think Tony's going to take the belt off. Tony, Tony, Tony Storm. Storm. I was Britt. there's so many Tonys. <laughs> Tony, because Tony, again, Tony. I I, I yeah. don't think Tony calls audibles. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like she's the plan. I don't know. Well, yeah. What do you think? I I wish this was two matches. Yeah. Because um, I think would I, much what prefer. I would have liked to have seen was Tony Storm and Serena Deeb have a good match and let Tony be the champion and have a th- and have Britt beat Athena in a in a number one contender match like on Rampage or something. I would much prefer those those two matches. Any yeah, two, matches two matches really out of this. Yeah. But yeah, or just call so. it and say Brit's Brit versus Tony, you know, why do you think there's a reason? There are lots of reasons there. There, there could be good reasons for four ways, such as an injury. I don't know, but I don't if you're willing to put the title on Tony Storm. Yeah. Why would you kind of hide her in these matches unless you had to? Here's here's my theory, and it doesn't have that much to do with the match itself. Okay. I think, like we said, this this show is shaping up to potentially be a stronger lineup than All Out, and I think I think that Tony Khan, like we said, like there's a little bit he's doing right now that's that's a little bit out of spite to show, you know, the people who broke his heart that he can move on without him. Yeah, and so I think he's taking this show and saying I'm gonna take the four most valuable people in my company out and then I'm going to do a better show than I had with them. And so he's trying to load it up. I think that I think the reason it's a four way is because he just wants star power. He just wants as many people as he can get on that show as possible. 
And he doesn't love women's wrestling and doesn't want to do more than one match per show. <laughs> We're going to come back and talk more about that for sure yeah. in the future. But he clearly is enamored with Tony Storm. She's got the title. Yeah. He knows Britt Baker is one of his best. Right. Britt delivers. Yes. She's money in the bank, so to speak. Yes. I think he clearly is all about Athena. And I think as a as a as a hardcore wrestling fan, he really deeply respects Serena Deeb. Yeah, he knows. I he think can that's count why on these her. four women are here. He knows he can count on Serena. Yeah, um, she's the one person that is probably not gonna make a huge mistake and can absolutely make everybody else look good. Right, and that might be why she's in here. All right, next up, I'm excited about this one. Tentatively. Mm-hmm. ROH world title match. Chris Jericho, the wizard, versus Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah. That's so weird to hear Chris Jericho challenge for the ROH title. That's a weird sense. And they did it in a really good way. Yeah. And I like I love that he said I'm the I was the WWF champion, yep. WCW champion, WWE champion, AEW champion. Yep. Everything but ROH. I want the Ocho. So unexpected. He wants the Ocho. He tried hard to get that over. Um, I really like this, um, but I will be apoplectic if Chris Jericho beats Claudio Castagnoli. I want Claudio to be the champion for a while, unless mm-hmm. you're planning on putting the AEW world title on him, which yeah. they're not. Yeah. Um, I need Claudio to win this match convincingly. Yeah. But... Right now, Chris Jericho is, he's kind of, I mean, for AEW fans, he's a folk hero right now mm-hmm. for helping step up and get this company back in back in line. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much people would, would I wonder if, I wonder how many AEW fans agree with me or how many would like to see him with that ROH title around his waist. I, th- I think if you put it the way you put it, people would generally agree with you who who think mm-hmm. about it. But I think that night, if Chris Jericho mm-hmm. were to win, that place would go insane. It, they would lose their minds. Yeah. And, uh, and it's frustrating, but maybe that's the right thing to do. Like, I don't like it because I think Claudio, Claudio's a guy I look at and I'm like, man. Yeah. Claudio could be the top guy in this company. I, I really yeah, believe I love he how they're positioned and he could pull it off. I love how he's carrying himself. I love mm-hmm. his demeanor. He reminds me of like uh, he's doing a little bit of a Nick Aldis thing, like the NWA, yeah. like just the classic yeah. world champion. Out. I wish he would like start I, carrying the belt like, a, you know, like the cradle yeah. like in a sling the way that Flair used to. I'm, you know, like, I'm a huge fan of Nick Aldis. Huge yeah, fan. I am, too, actually. His, his feud with Cody Rhodes really got me in. Like I already had, I already liked him. Mm-hmm. That got him so over with me yeah. in the days when AEW was starting to get formed behind the scenes. Yeah. And yeah, I so I agree. I, yeah, I saw the payoff. I saw the payoff to that feud in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. The ROH show there. That was Which fantastic. I believe was the biggest crowd up in at that point in uh, ROH history. Oh, wow. Yeah. All yeah, right. I, I don't know. I could see it going either way, but I agree. I think Claudio, what the thing I'm afraid of is, will it be any kind of shenanigans involving Daniel Garcia and or Wheeler Yuta? Because they kind of are establishing that Yuta is Claudio's corner guy now. Yeah. 
And if yeah. and if any of the little hints you saw, it feels early to do that. It feels early, exactly. I can't. I don't think we've ever seen anything pay off that quickly. But I think Tony Khan knows what knows what he does. Yeah. And if he wanted to surprise us, that's a way to do it. And he's he's given a hint. Yeah. Um. All right. The final match on Dynamite this week on the first half of this show. I'm in love with. <laughs> Although not I, not specifically for the reasons I think a lot of people are. I love Pac versus Orange Cassidy. I think we both know. I think anybody that's familiar with these guys know this is going to be a banger. Yeah. This is going to be Orange Cassidy versus William Ospreay. I don't know why I said William. What is happening to me, Kevin? William Ospreay. Very Will Ospreay. Yeah. Danny Garcia um, and Will and William Ospreay. I'm 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 yeah, I'm way more comfortable with Dan, with Danny Garcia than than William Ospreay. Um I was kind of like I think most people, I've seen a lot of people really excited that Orange like stepped up and just knocked out Pac out of the blue. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, Orange is a face and Pac is pretty much a face. Right. And that was a real dick move. (laughs) But it was best. Best friends have have pulled it or like on BTE. They've pulled a lot of dick moves, but not Mm -hmm. so much on national TV. That felt so out of character to me. That bothered me. Yeah, but I too. This is going to be an awesome match, though. Yeah, I think it'll be super fun. I think. Yeah, the, I mean, I think Pack wins. He has to, unless they unless they just don't want to have two titles on him right now. But it just feels weird to me to put Orange put that title on Orange Cassidy because I thought this was supposed to be a touring title and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a touring title. It's kind of an international title. And Orange Cassidy doesn't seem yeah, like, doesn't I mean, qu- maybe he's got a big vacation coming up, but I yeah. doubt that. Maybe he can defend um, against Luigi. Exactly. Oh, my God. Orange Cassidy versus Luigi. It's just all it's, Danhausen. It just becomes an all gimmick title. They just throw all the whole international thing in the trash. Just becomes an all gimmick title. It's only defended oh against God. like cheesy, ridiculous gimmicks. Give it to me. Yeah. Give me that all day long. Also, bring um, Ken the box. Out I, of love the, I love the cheesy pun. Yeah. <laughs> um, with Luigi Primo. That was even unintentional. Nice work. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a great match. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket. Now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So then we're getting over to Rampage. Um, uh, what did you think of Eddie Kingston's promo uh, for his match with Sammy Guevara on Rampage this week? I mean, he kind of just picked up where he left off. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. Sammy. The thing I loved is that he just looks like he hasn't showered in like the entire I love time it. since we've seen him. 
I want he, crazy. He suspended beer. his hygiene. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. 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 Well, that was the one. That was the one suspension that kind of got buried in the 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 rash of suspensions that came out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, is the suspension of his hygiene. I, like I love that, that they're matched he, up. He I love clear. that it's like it's clear that it's like, hey, whatever was going on, like this. That's why I think that's part of why I think Tony Khan is like sending a message with this show, how he's booking it. It's mm-hmm. like, look, these two people worked it out, and now they're, they're going to work a match together. You know, they hate each other. Yeah, they clearly hate each other, and they're in this to make money for the company. Yep, they're professionals. Yeah, and I love that Eddie Kingston made sure to point out. I want to beat the hell out of you because you're a piece of shit <laughs> and only that reason. And I really yeah. like that. Yeah. He just does such a good job of saying, of making the simplest phrases sound so clever. Yeah. Like he really say does. like, I'm going to hurt you and say it in a way that made, like no one else could say that. Jericho's face was really good when basically Claudio said, I'm going to hurt you really bad. Yeah. That's not his words, but he, he had, it, it yeah. was to that effect, and it was really good. Um, so Hook and Action Bronson versus 2.0. Yeah. I am inordinately I'm inordinately excited about this match. I am excited I'm, about this match, too, actually. I'm really happy to have Daddy Magic back. Yes. I'm kind of excited to see what, what Action Bronson can do. Like, I know he's trained um, at a wrestling school for a little while now. Yeah. And it's kind of a big match for Hook. Yeah. Like, this isn't going to be... I don't think this is going to be a gonna quick match. Hook's going to have to be the... have to sell. going to have to be the Ricky Morton. And he's so never far, had to do that before. And so far, the the few times we've seen Hook sell, I think he did it very well. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this one. And I like that... I don't know why. Action Bronson comes off to me more genuine than most celebrities when they make their move over like to do a big show mm-hmm. like i think because like when it's Shaq, you know it's just for the ratings mm-hmm. and this feels like action bronson's doing it because he loves wrestling yeah and he's yeah. got an affinity for, for hook yeah and taz and i don't know it feels it feels more exciting to me than if it were a bigger star and i yeah. think he is a pretty sizable star for a huge uh a large number of the population yeah, somebody uh, in our Facebook group, uh, the Fight Game Media Facebook group, asked something about guilty pleasure. They were talking about guilty pleasures, mm-hmm. and one of the things I put is that was my oh, it was, uh, it was John LaRocca did a show about it on the it's on the yeah. on the feed. Um, Do you and I said to that my guilty patron. That's to, right. To listen to that show. That's right. Do you? Uh, is it a patron you know, only show? Because if you don't know about the patron-only shows, for only $5 a month, uh, you can become a subscriber to patreon.com slash fightgamemedia. You get extra shows from all the hosts each month. This month, Kevin and I are doing the our uh, first ever Hook AEW Hall of Fame. Um, and we've got a lot of other shows we have planned up for future months. We're way behind on that. And we really need to get that knocked out soon. <laughs> But you get extended episodes of Brace for Impact and a lot of other shows. And Kevin is looking right now to see if this show featuring it's on the free our very own John. Lo- it's on the free feed. But my God, if that's the free feed, imagine what that five dollars. Imagine get you. Just right. imagine. Close your eyes. Dream. That's what this feed is, people. That's what you get for only five dollars. John LaRock. But uh, two pleasures. 
That's right. So what's your guilty pleasure, Kevin? My guilty pleasure was Steve Mongo McMichael in really in the late 90s. I just really liked that guy. And and the reason I liked it is because he was so happy to be Steve Mongo McMichael. Like, you know, he just loved getting in the ring. And he was like, I'm here with the nature boy. There's nothing I'd rather be doing right now. And those are the favorite celebrities that I have. I did not appreciate that at that time. Today, yeah. I would appreciate that. Today, I mean, horrible. I really appreciate that. At the time, I was like, I was not yet a huge football fan. And I yeah. was like, I don't care how good he is at football. I know he's not Joe Montana. Like, come on, people. But I love that that's your guilty pleasure. And that's a really, that's a really good reason bad. for it. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's what I hope Action Bronson is. I hope Action Bronson is just like. I think he's going to be I'm gonna so freaking wrestle and chase. I mean, I keep trying to say Shea Stadium, Arthur Ashe. Look, it's basically Shea Stadium. Come on now. I'm surprised they haven't booked Shea Stadium yet since it's in Chicago. I don't know what's going on there. I think they need to stay in. Uh, they need to stay in what what is it still the United Center? What was the United Center? Um, yeah, the United just Center so they is can, the big one. Yeah, I think they really just need to be able yeah. to say North Carolina in the United Center. I think that's what that is. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Which I've been to one show there, and it was UFC on Fox 2, and that is the show that I came within a hair's breadth of death on the way. I almost died on that road trip to get to wow. that show, and I still made it with a half hour to spare. Because of snow? No, I got incredibly an incredibly bad case of food poisoning, in oh, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've probably told it on the show. Yeah. And literally, I was, I was, I was, I was deathly ill for two days. And I only realized after the fact how ill I was. And when I weighed in at my sister's in Fayetteville, Arkansas, a full 24 hours after I started eating and drinking again, I was down almost 45 pounds. What? In how? Wow. Two days. Two wow. days. Yeah. And that was, again, I think I had been down 50 pounds. Wow. <laughs> that's not helpful. And, then I, and that's when I realized, oh, I really came close to dying. Yeah. Yeah. And I had one I had one friend in St. Louis, this guy that used to live in my dorm, James Thomas. And I knew he and his wife lived there. But I was raised like such a nice kid. And I'm clearly not that nice anymore. I'm blocking anybody and everybody just for sneezing around me. Basically, I'm in the new Vince. Are you doing that nice? And I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be the asshole that hasn't visited them. And then I call them when I'm dying. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to call them. And then, yeah. then when I got home and I was like, hey, guys, I was in town. Sorry, I didn't come by. Like, yeah. I was dying. And James is like, you know, my wife's a, like a. A registered nurse right like <laughs> she probably could have helped probably could have helped you yeah probably probably should have mentioned that yeah. either way let's uh i'm gonna try not to digress as much okay but it's, i still think that's a pretty decent story i'll have to tell you the whole thing later when well, that was more probably more exciting than this next match will be oh my god see this would be great had we had evidence that diamante was still in aw in and any way if you're only Yes, if you're only a TV watcher, you have not seen her in a year and a half, maybe two right. years. Yeah. 
there was that the, the early period where she was tagging with the woman that got booted out of AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Diamante in Evilise. Yes. I have not seen her on TV since she was tagging with Evilise. I don't think she and has then been. All of, all of a sudden, she's won 14 of 16. Right. 14 and of 16. Bringing, what? I don't know. And she's bringing someone with her, and we don't even know who she is. From the 308, there's been a yeah. lot of discussion on this. Yeah. Twitter has some good ideas of who it is. I think they're correct. I literally cannot remember the name at this moment. There's someone uh, who is from the 308. Right. Who is a big indie indie (laughs) star that a lot of people would love to see in AEW. Okay. I can't remember. So there's some people who think that it's a it's a rapper from Miami who had a song called like the OG uh oh. like og from the miami and so it's sort of a action bronson thing that was garrett actually who thought that i think that sounds that sounds it. like a garrett idea it's a hip-hop and i know reference. he's very he's very he's very attuned the to the hip-hop culture um, all right i'm 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 right now i'm typing in female wrestler yeah but is it it's 308 all right let's see who this is but yeah diamante will come up if you pull that up <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Literally I'm getting nothing but terrible yeah. Terrible suggestions. Like what what Google is suggesting to me is Natalia Neidhart and Oscar. <laughs> I don't believe it will be either of those women. Yeah. God, I wish it was Oscar. But um yeah, that's a nothing match. Jade's gonna win and it's not gonna be good. Yeah. And and, and when you look back on this, you're gonna be like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Man's a genius. How could they, he have foretold this? They put eight matches in. They have eight sec, eight fifteen minute quarters, eight quarters, and they have eight matches in Rampage, and they still stuck Jade versus Diamante. Okay, in there. yeah. So we have to figure out at the end of this, at the end mm-hmm. of this breakdown, which matches are going to be two minute matches. Yeah, I am I worried that one's going to be the next one. Short. Yeah. That one will probably be pretty short. And I wouldn't be surprised if Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks is going to be pretty short as well. Um, as which in, we've already you, seen Which Power way would you go? You think Starks gets like a flash win to get to even it out? I think he should to even it out. I think uh, that would be really cool, actually. I don't know how you do it. I don't know if he needs to just hit Hobbs over the head with a chair mm-hmm. on his way out, on his mm-hmm. way walking to the ring. Then gets him in the ring and, and you know, and gets yeah. the flat, gets the immediate pin. If you're going to do it, though, I think that's the one. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Starks is like so interesting because his move set is like he's got a big man move set. Like he's, he's he has yeah. the spear um, and his move is basically like a like a flipping power bomb thing that land, where you land on your face, like yeah. a big power move, you know. But he's this little guy. He does moves like he's The Rock yeah, when he's right. just a tiny version of The Rock. And he's not yeah. that tiny. Yeah. But The Rock is very not tiny. He's kind of like um, as as, Cra- as Crash Holly is to Bob Holly. Ricky Starks <laughs> is to The Rock. That's your ACT. There you go. I like uh, I like that a yeah. lot. But I really, it's a fascinating move set for him. And I'm, I think it's one of the many reasons I really like Ricky Starks. Yeah, me too, actually. I think, I think you're right. I think if he came in and got a flash pin on Hobbs. That would be a really fun like part two of that, or even just like a go crazy for, even just a schoolboy roll up something out of the blue. Yeah, I could see it happening, and that would give more people time because Ray Phoenix versus Jungle Boy better get some time. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Ray Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, and Jungle Boy no longer Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Apparently, that could be a phenomenal match. I hope. Yeah, I wait. He's now 
Did you say he is or he's not Jungle Boy Jack? At All Out, he was Jungle Boy Jack Perry, I believe. Yeah. And then yeah, now and they're I like just that. calling him Jungle Boy again. Yeah. I wish they'd get him that some new really music. That was really disappointing because I have this theory. I have this, I've had this idea in my head for a lot of years that you should not name anyone. You should not give someone a wrestling name that you would not feel comfortable putting them on like David Letterman with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you were to put junk jungle, like if jungle yeah. boy right. is the world champion and he goes on what at yeah. the time I had this idea was the David Letterman show. Yeah, I can hear David Letterman gonna, say it. Hey, yeah, kids, it, it's gonna get, the jungle boy. Yeah, he's going to get ridiculed. Yeah. And the thing is, there's no way Dave could stop himself from doing it. Right. You need like jungle boy. Jack Perry is a yeah. whole other matter, especially because um, he's on David Letterman. They're going to want to talk about. Luke Perry. Absolutely. And I give JR a lot of shit Mm -hmm. these days because he's the worst commentator in wrestling, even though he's still the greatest of all time. Right. But JR from the beginning has called him Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yes. Because JR knew that was the right move and it has always been the right move. Yep. And they need to bring that back. Yeah. Although I honestly wonder, I do sometimes wonder if that might not be at the behest, like the Jungle Boy alone might not be the at the behest of Jungle Boy because he wants to make it on his own mm-hmm. and not, quote unquote, riding on the coattails of his dad, how he might have seen it. Yeah. And so if that, that is his choice, I can see. Yeah. I think he should be past that. And I think once his, I don't know, my dad died. Not, you know, not that many years ago, less than mm-hmm. a decade ago. Yeah. Mine just passed um, years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't realize. Um so we are familiar with the situation. Yes. And I can see that changing in his head after his dad's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't mm-hmm. know. But I, I, I do wish they would bring back Jungle Boy Jack Perry and leave it there for a while until maybe one day he's a full grown adult. Right. Jungle man. Just Jack Perry. Jungle, jungleman, <laughs> jungleman, Jack jungleman. Perry. Jungleman. Jungleman Jack Perry. That's right. That's the, the distinguished jungleman. Yes. The distinguished man. jungleman. Jack Perry. Distinguished Jungleman Jack Perry versus uh, I love it. Muffin Bo- Muffin Man. Yeah, that's that's right. that one's gonna stick. But that needs to be a, that that match needs time. That needs to be I mean fifteen yeah. minutes is enough time. That'll be fine. There's gonna be that all kinds be of crazy match. stuff happening in picture picture. Yeah. So um I really hope when Jung- when Jungle Boy is back from whatever injury he's going to incur mm-hmm. in six months in this match. I hope he still has the same heat behind him he has right now. Yes. Because <laughs> Ray Phoenix is going to injure him terribly. Yeah, or himself. <laughs> or likely both. Yeah. All right. Next up, Sting. Wait. Oh, this wait. This is incorrect. I wrote that down. I believe, this is, <laughs> I believe this is not Sting no. tagging with Buddy Matthews. No. It's Sting and Darby. I'm really excited they're still House of Black. I'm really excited they're still coming after. Like, I was. Okay. If they were still fully House of Black with all three, I would not be excited about this continuing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now that it's just the two, I am more excited about it. And it's clear that the 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 lead guy in this group is Brody King. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. It's exciting to see um, if he can pull his weight here. And I think he can. From what we saw on, um, on Rampage, I think he can do it. Yeah. And also, I like that 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 move from that battle Royal all mm-hmm. those months ago yep. is now like his signature move as he's 
He's won a match with it. He's lost a match with it. Yeah. He's done it to many other people. And now he does. He did it to threaten the murder of Matt Hardy, which, of course, yep. brought out Sting and Darby Allen. Yeah. I, I like the little bit when he was choking him on the apron. I believe uh, Julie came up and kicked his legs out to keep, yeah. Him, from, <laughs> yeah. to keep him from supporting himself. Oh, well, what was great was Dar- it was as Darby Allen was yelling, we accept. Mm-hmm. So that they'll let him go. Right. That's Instead, when Julia Hart kicked the legs the out. Chair out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my Julia, god. Which Julia is, is coming along. I forgot who was talking about this recently. Might have been us. God only yeah. knows. My memory is <laughs> garbage. But uh she's much better in this role as she was the as oh, she yeah. was the cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm, actually go I'm out. I'm excited like, she's getting the opportunity. Yeah, I actually watch her dark matches. She's on dark or elevation most weeks. Mm-hmm. And I usually find myself watching him because you can see just little bits of improvement every time, whether yeah. it's just in how she carries herself or the look she gives the camera or her actual moves or stuff like it, she's becoming someone that I'm kind of rooting for to get really good. I'm absolutely rooting for her. Like I was that was I was over her. Oh, yeah. In the role of pouting cheerleader. Yeah. But I was over her in that role, not over right. her. Right. Because I'm uh, I'm really also I heard um, on a similar note, mm-hmm. I saw that Sky Blue is now officially all elite. Like she got the graphic this. Oh, week. nice. It only took her a year. It only took her a year. And considering yeah. she's in her early 20s. Yeah. Good for and, her. And despite her horrible, horrible, like, right. <laughs> her horrible uh, match being yeah. the second out right. of. Uh, yeah. Of Dante Martin. She overcame it and got her contract. Good for her. Really excited. Yeah. For the woman with the best outfit in professional wrestling. Okay. Um, next up, who do we have? I am lost here. Samoa, Samoa Joe, Joe and Wardlow. That's a hell of a tag literally team, a match man. formed literally in the last five seconds of Rampage. Yeah, that we had no clue. Would, like there was no connection. Yeah. At all, no connective thread against. Tony Neese and Josh Woods. Yeah. Now, I want to point out, I'm very upset because last week I had in my notes, mm-hmm. in the show notes, if you can go back and look at the old show notes, mm-hmm. is that I predicted that they'd be put together as a team. And we didn't get to it on the show. So I oh didn't get to God. put it on record. I've seen these notes and I can confirm this happened. <laughs> Because this man is one of the greatest prognosticators in well, they, I mean, wrestling. They were both feuding with Neeson Woods, so it wasn't that big of a stretch. But, <laughs> but. let me okay. I, I'm about to I'm about to justify something I said just now, which was there was no connective tissue mm-hmm. to see this match coming. I like Tony Neese. I really do. And I like that he's getting better programs. Mm-hmm. I am certain. In six months, I will love Josh Woods. But right now, Josh Woods is like the device in Men in Black that wipes your memory. (laughs) It's beyond being just vegetable lasagna to me. Yeah. Like, I can remember nothing involving Josh Woods. Nothing. It's like... I remember his mouth guard. That's all I ever remember about him is his mouth guard. I don't even remember him having a mouth, man. I got I got nothing. <laughs> no memories of Josh Woods. And literally the main event mm-hmm. 
I watched clips from it on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I, I we watched this whole show before we're, we started recording mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. And I got to that main event, and I was like, I remember Wardlow comes out at the end. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I, like I didn't watch any of it. Yeah. I mean, it may. Thing is, that's I'm not going to do that on a regular basis because I know, much like week one, I called Matt Menard and De- and and uh, and his what's. I can't remember his original name now. My God, Angelo Parker, Matt whatever Lee. his original name was. That's right, oh. Matt Lee. Um, but I called them vegetable lasagna, and mm-hmm. it took them one more week to completely get over with me. Yep, yep. I'm sure Josh Woods will. I never saw him in ROH. So I didn't either. When, yeah. he, when he came in, I had no clue who he was. Yeah. I'm like, is this, is this Snooki's most recent boyfriend? <laughs> What's going I don't know who this yeah. is at all. I had no clue. Until yeah. I think a couple of weeks in, they 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 somehow told me, and I'm sure they told me before, and I missed it. But uh, not the biggest fan yet. I'm sure I will be, but not yet. But yeah, Smojo and Wardlow in a tag team. Yeah, I'm excited not about be excited that. About yeah. That. yeah, and especially hopefully it'll turn into them having a little rivalry. I would love to see them like unify those titles. And I think yeah, Smojo and Wardlow would be a pretty fun fun match oh my god now that's an exciting match i hadn't even put it on hoss fight yet that'd be <laughs> our right. hoss fight main event oh my god we've got to do it we've got our, our november our october special the booking of hoss fight one <laughs> hoss fight one this will be aew's version of super brawl yep well lance archer's coming back very soon so we got we got another hoss ready for the fight Okay, let's see. And speaking of Lance Archer, that's the next match. The Grand yeah. Slam Golden Ticket Battle Royal. Right. Um, I hope it starts out with everyone in one bed, like in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and as they and they get out of the bed when they're called to the ring. <laughs> be, oh, man. They have to I like dance a so little bad. jig. Yeah, they got to do the grandpa dance. Right. Uh, and then in the middle of the match, break. one of them has to blow up into a blueberry. And <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go over these people and determine yeah. who should be the blueberry. Right. Clearly John Silver. <laughs> Clearly John Silver. He feels like yeah. he's almost there. We got Lance Archer, Jay, Jay Lethal, uh-huh. Penta, El Zero Miedo, yeah. Hangman Page, Roosh. All of the Dark Order. Yep. And they appear to all be healthy right now. Yep. And then other people. Um, yeah, we don't know. Who. So it's one, two, three, four, five, nine people. That's nine people accounted for. Okay. And then we don't know. I don't know if Andrade's healthy. Um, I, I have, and then you've I got the whole that, firm Yeah. out there. So, okay. There's got to be, in my mind, you at least put Morrissey in. I think you have Morrissey win. Yeah. I mean, the downside would be he'd have to lose a world title match right away. Yeah. But But he is a great guy for a champion to to beat. Yeah. He could become the Nyla, he could become the um, Nyla Rose of the AEW men's division. (laughs) Which I'm sure is Um, exactly what he signed that contract to be. Who has to be on vacation or injured for her to not get the shot yet at Tony Storm. Oh, Um, yeah. That's true. That's the tradition is you've got to, first defense has got to be against Nyla Rose. (laughs) I'm I'm a big fan of Battle Royals. 
I'm yeah. excited for this battle royal because we don't know who all's in it. At the same time, I kind of wish I knew who all was in it, but uh, it'll be exciting because we're going to get surprises, and I'm and I really hope that Luigi Primo is one of them. That would be kind of great, actually. I don't need to see too much of yeah. it, but one more time would be okay. You know, in the um, Wrestle Kingdoms coming up in just a couple months, mm-hmm. New Japan, and they all for years, not not universally, but they yeah. all yeah, largely the Rambo. almost always have the Rambo. Yeah, and. I love the Rambo. I love the Rambo too. And, and I almost always lo- love the Rambo for a man whose name I always get wrong. The pro wrestler known as either hamburger or cheeseburger. I believe it's cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, yeah. I would I would love seeing cheeseburger go wild in the Rambo. I loved it. Yeah. And to me, like have Luigi Primo be our our cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> this this one time. Get just do one it time. for me. Yeah. Yeah, do it for me. And then me. you could have Morrissey just kick his head off or yeah. something. Like that. Well, Morrissey that's gonna be could the gig him is that he gets thro- his head kicked he could, off. He could throw him into like the, the cheap seats. Yeah. He could get him clean over the first five rows. Right. And then and that would be a that work pizza of art. Dough into the three hundred level. Here's the thing. We don't know he can't keep that pizza going. We don't know that. <laughs> that's I true. need to find that out on yeah. the show. They need to throw him into the crowd, and he's to body surf up to the upper deck while tossing the pizza the entire time. Yeah, and that'll be their I mean, picture in picture during the Battle of Royal. Maybe it's on his head, and then he starts doing some sort of head movement. And the next thing you know, it's spinning right. around just right. like it did before. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. I don't know. I don't know why we're not head bookers here. Come on now. All right, so no trios title match. Yep. I really want to talk about trios, and I think we're going to do it now. Okay. The trios title was going to be special. Yes, it was. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were the world champions. They were going to be world champions for, I think, a pretty good, pretty long period of time. And there's no better way to say this title is meaningful. This title is meaningful. Like, these are the three of the top wrestlers in this company, and they have it. And they beat a former world champion to get it. And now it's on Penta, Pack, it's on Death Triangle, Ray Fenix, which would seem to be semi-meaningful. They're former yeah. world tag team champions. Yeah. The All Atlantic face, champion. It's a great choice. On its face, it's a great choice. And then, then week two, they get trotted out to lose to the world tag team champion. Right. And the other one get punked out by Orange Cassidy backstage. Yeah. Knocked out in one punch and not even the orange punch. Right. Not a Superman punch. Just a random punch. Yep. From the slowest man in professional wrestling. Right. <laughs> this look, this immediately feels like a garbage title. Yeah. Like an av- instantly. Like it, it they should have just stripped like- him and held it up. Yeah, it feels like Dave and Buster's is going to be the next champions. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, with, I mean, come on. And I can't even remember the name of any of those people other than Chet Hanks. That's the only one I remember right now. And I only remember Miss Chet Hanks. Yeah. And I, oh, Parker Boudreaux. Parker Boudreaux. Okay, Parker yeah. Boudreaux. And uh, if we sat here for long enough, I could come up with. The other guy with the rhyming name. The Slim the J faction. and Ari Davari. Ari Davari. Yes. My God. Come, come on, man. How quickly the name we forget. Rhymes. How quickly we forget. I would like to bring back Paul Fontaine. I told you. 
you're not going to see them again for six months. Yeah. And you're not. And we haven't. And we have not. And we they are got not a butler and then they disappeared. <laughs> oh, man. If only. Oh, my God. If only. It's a real. I'm just going to say as an elderly gentleman in his 40s. It's a real shame that we couldn't have gotten kayfabe, the Dark Order in the backstage brawl, and then a judge comes in, maybe a pro wrestling judge, mm-hmm. and declares that that John Silver has to work as the Trust Busters butler to pay off his debt to society. Yes, that'd be fantastic. It's a, it's a real shame. But uh, but yeah, I'm really upset over what this title was going to be mm-hmm. and where it is mm-hmm. based on it what I think is incompetent booking. And the thing is, is we all think, we all think that the tag champions are going to lose the belt this week. So there was no reason if that's true to put them over last week, other than it's, Oh, it's just a swerve. It's to show how good they are Right. right before they lose. Right. We don't need to weaken the trios title. Right. For a swerve. Right. Literally involving a man, man named Swerve. <laughs> There's no reason yeah. for this. It's garbage, and it's it's a it's really depressing because I was so looking forward to this title. Yeah, it started out in it for one hour, for exactly one hour, sixty minutes. Yeah, it was, it was a very exciting. One of the title. Hot, it was yeah. the most exciting title in pro wrestling. Yeah, and, and now and, it's no and something is. that could be a calling card for that company. That, yeah. that really is not a big deal in other shows or, you know, like the six man matches. No, no one's ever no major federation in America has ever truly gotten behind yeah. a six man title. And they like totally back in the day yeah. WCW had one mm-hmm. and it was the free birds because there were three of them. Right. And there were not any real competitors. But this is the first company that has so yeah. many trios ready to roll. Right. It could, they could be stand out. Instead, it's nothing. They could be. They could make that a centerpiece on Rampage on Friday night and start promoting it as like the fastest hour in television. You know, because yeah. the, because of the way that the, when you have trios, you can go a hundred miles an hour. And when ROH makes its debut on reels, leading into On Patrol <laughs> Live every Friday and Saturday night. Yep. Then they've got plenty of room. Dalton for, Castle uh, and the boys are going to revitalize that's, the trios. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. But then it opens up all the space for the trios division on Rampage. Yeah. Uh, very frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating, Kevin. I okay, you're gonna have to take us from here. I'm depressed right now. All right, all right. So there's there's a couple of news items we wanted to mention without uh rehashing oh, yeah. too much old stuff, but some fun details came out this week um behind the scenes of the uh people who are on suspension. Uh, for instance, Kenny Omega reportedly from multiple sources making an offhand comment in a locker room speech uh, before all out that he wouldn't have hired 80 percent of the roster. I wouldn't have hired eight out of 10 of you. Wink, wink. Uh, Listen, yeah, there's a lot of marks out there who are really worked up about this comment, Kevin. <laughs> a lot of marks. Yeah. What's right. your take on it? I, I, number one, I think anyone who got mad about it and really took it seriously needs to really loosen up and get over it because most of the people who I, yeah, I agree. The people who, uh, the, the credible sources are like, it was very clear that he was just working his deal with Kent, with, uh, Will, he was William staring Ospreay. down Will Ospreay. Yes. Right. And most people Young knew William. he was doing all that kind of stuff. Here's the other yeah. thing that here's the, the other side of it is 
Is that good management? Like that's right. that that's a that's a total Michael Scott move. Is Listen. to make a is to make when when the situation is tense to make a joke about what the situation is tense about is probably not that's, smart. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't necessarily think Kenny Omega is management material. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this. Like we heard there were some people backstage that got really upset about this. Yeah. I can now exclusively report those people are Larry and Ace Steel. Those are the people <laughs> who had a problem with it. And Ace Steel was still right. attached to Kenny when this was said. Right. Physically attached. <laughs> I'll tell you the story about Kenny Omega yeah. that means more to me than this one. Okay. So Kenny went to Japan this week. Yep. He's having dinner with Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. And you can see in that photograph, oh, taken yeah. two weeks after All Out, Yeah, you can clearly see the bite mark still. Yeah. He was on a TV they, appearance. You could see it even better. He better have gotten rabies shots. Yeah. Considering the severity of that bite that you can see it two weeks later. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've had axe wounds that were healed two weeks later. <laughs> right. Literally my stabbing that I received in the French Quarter. Yeah. Was fine two weeks later. I mean, there were stitches, but under right. the stitches, it was fine. Yeah. This was a more serious bite. Yeah. Than the stabbing I got in the French Quarter. Yep. And let me tell you. A New Orleans stabbing's nothing to sneeze at, all right? But apparently it's got nothing on <laughs> Pay the extra steel for bite. That. Right. Exactly. That's how you know you've had a good trip. Yeah. But yeah, that was a that was a hell of a bite, man. That was, man. And yeah. And you don't really hide that. <laughs> no. No. So you put something in the notes here. Uh -huh. Read read the next line and then I want to talk about the wording. Which oh, the buck under Kota Ibushi. Yeah. The Bucks put, by the way, on hiatus. Well, that, that was, I didn't even notice that. The oh. Bucks put PD on hiatus. Yeah. The thing is, is immediately after uh -huh. the brawl, yeah. like BT didn't come out on Monday. It came out on Tuesday. Uh -huh. And I think they had to get sat down by Tony Khan and like, hey, y'all aren't doing this. Anymore. Right. Like until you're back. Yeah. And, um, and I thought that was. I don't know. I, it feels kind of professional on Tony Khan. Like you're not doing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wrestling related content. It was probably a good move. I don't like it because I really enjoy BT every Monday when it's right. good, which it's not necessarily been great lately. Yeah. But um, it's interesting because that's always been kind of their own deal and it's not really an AEW project. You know, it's kind of right. just running on the side on their own. Um, but seeing it's all AEW personnel. It's all AEW personnel. Brandon yeah. Cutler shooting, editing it, and theoretically he's an employee when he's doing that. I wouldn't have hated Brandon Cutler doing it, but just kind of wandering aimlessly around backstage. Just like looking, looking for, for his friends. <laughs> like when John Silver got lost from the Dark Order and his mother. Yeah. Um, that would actually I, I be a pretty good way that. to handle it. It's if, if Brandon's just sort of walking around like a lost yeah. dog and he just keeps and stumbling Brandon, on the... Yeah. Stumbling yeah, on the dark trying, order. Yeah. He's trying to do the normal stuff, but doing yeah. it poorly. Right. Like he goes shopping for shoes, but it like pay less. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. It could have been fun. Dick's sporting goods. Exactly. By the yeah. way, I've I've recently learned from the UFC that apparently everyone hates the rock shoes. And oh, let really? me tell you, I went out of my way. I drove an hour to so Dick's Reeboks, sporting right? goods. Yes. No. They're no? Under Armour. Under Armour. I drove out of my way 
to a Dick Sporting Goods back where I used to live to buy those rock shoes. And I, and I love them. I really love them. Now, I've never had a pair of Jordans, but you know. I never I like had a pair of Jordans either. No. Now, let me tell you what I did have. I don't know. Okay. I can do this in 30 seconds. Okay. I started getting fat in junior high, Kevin. Okay. Started getting fat, my friend. Back in the day when you could you could only find extra large shirts very rarely. Yeah. So I'm wearing nothing but Batman t-shirts the year the Batman movie came yep. out. Mm-hmm. That's all I could find in extra large. And it's like my parents didn't have a lot of money, but they would have paid to clothe me well. But you know what they what you know what I could find? Hmm. I could find baller ass shoes, my friend. <laughs> so I right. got yeah. Nike pumps. Yeah. And I pumped those things up so much day one. I'm sure I burst. You're like John Cena in 2003. Oh. Yes. It was like I was walking around in like a in like an 8X starter jackets on my feet. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I've never had Jordans, but I had those Nike pumps, my friend. Yeah. I had them. I never had nice okay. sneakers. Man. I was just Chuck Taylor's pretty much from the time I was 13 to the time I was 45. Well. There's some killer new pro wrestling sneakers out, but it'll be out soon by Deodora. And we do have Christmas coming up. So That's true. You never yeah. know. Which size are you, my friend? Yeah. The Young Bucks. So what shoe do you wear? Oh, uh, what's that? 11s. Okay. All right. Just I'll probably forget this ever happened. That's right. People listening remind me of this. Well, you. But yeah. Wait, the Young. You have a birthday this week. How dare you? I'll Is tell you what. Next week. To bring up. Not at all, because this gives everyone plenty of time to ask me politely what my shipping address is and mail me presents, (laughs) mail me monies as if I'm Dan Housen himself. Yes. My birthday is next Sunday. We will be recording the podcast on my birthday. I'm assuming it will be a birthday extravaganza. It's my super sweet 16. Finally getting that driver's license. Nice. Couldn't be more hyped up. Nice. And on my birthday list, on my wish list. The new sneakers by the Young Bucks, which will be coming out in Champ Sports by a company called Diodora. Diodora. Yeah. Listen, I would look like a fool in these. A yeah. fool, Kevin. I still kind of want them, though. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. They, they look like a Young Bucks outfit. They got a kind of an NXT 2.0 vibe, but they, so they do really the do. Exactly. <laughs> um, which maybe, you know, I, I'm guessing. We all know they apparently re- Ryan Frederick reported they reached out to WWE. Yeah, and I'm and I think it's pretty clear the negotiations did not go well. They couldn't get the Bucks signed, and so they had to drop that entire color scheme because I think most of you realize when they signed Cody Rhodes, the next move was NXT 2.0 to lure in the Young Bucks. <laughs> that was the plan. Huh? Yeah. That was the plan from the beginning. It was almost like a trade situation. They right. were going to send John Cena. Gotcha. And that's why Moxley called him out a few weeks back, but it, it all fell apart, man. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. That's the real from stuff. My personal sources. Right. Um yes. that reminds me. Ask me after the show about the job opportunity I'm about to apply to. Oh, okay. Remind me after the show. All right. Um, so and if you want to know, ladies and gentlemen, feel free to DM me at Peppermint Fatty. It's all going down in the DMs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah, but the Young Bucks tweeted this week about the shoes because they're about mm-hmm. to come out. Mm-hmm. And today, today, mm-hmm. Monday, um, the day before this podcast comes out, 
AEW retweeted them, which seems to indicate yes. they could possibly be back soon. The the and ice wall are, is 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 melting. That's right. That's right. The White Walker dragon is flaming that wall right now. It's all coming down, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Ladies we'll and see. gentlemen. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's see. Christopher Daniels, Pat Buck, Michael Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, all off suspension. Yep. Glad to see we've got the heavy hitters back. Yep. Um, Sounds like they got what they needed to know. So hopefully we'll hear what it is. Have and you then- looked at all? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want to hear what you were going to ask. Have you have you made any attempts to really look and see what the thoughts are on this brawl from out sources kind of outside the F4W fight game media world? Because as I was scrolling um, Reddit the other day, looking for mm-hmm. non-wrestling things, mm-hmm. I came across a post about this and I thought, I'm going to go see what these people think. What do you think those people on Reddit thought about this? Who do you think they saw as the bad guy? <sighs> Tony Khan. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's most, what I thought. Most people that I know who I've talked to who are not sort of like followers of legitimate, like yeah. who look to find out what's really going on and just sort of right. like, you know, whatever comes across their feed and algorithm. Right. Uh, th- think that this is a very carefully planned storyline. I was shocked to real find out that 95% of the people on that Reddit thread, which is a very big thread in Squared Circle, uh-huh. which is the premier right. pro wrestling subreddit, hardcore anti-CM Punk. Really? And there were a lot of people there who were saying, I was a fan and gave him the benefit of the doubt in WWE. Yeah. But he's sitting there with the title around his waist, with his dog basically in his lap, yeah. eating his favorite muffins. Right. As angry as you've ever seen a man looking yeah. unhinged. And that was the general consensus was that most of them were like, he needs to he needs to go away mm-hmm. and try and save some semblance of whatever reputation he used to have. And I didn't expect that. Like, that's yeah. kind of where I've sat. Maybe not that extreme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I've basically said he's a piece of human <laughs> filth. So I've been more extreme. Stances. Strong stanches. That's right. Strong, strong, sta- um, strong stances. Strong stanchions yeah, right strong here stanchions on the boom. Too. Um, but yeah, I did not expect that. It was a real surprise. Well, the love so, of the elite goes deep, I guess. I guess so. I, I, I don't know. And again, that could have been a lot of people who were brought back into wrestling and kind of mm-hmm. know, even if the elite aren't my style, they gave us AEW and we appreciate it for it. I don't know. Yeah. I think a lot of people now that time has passed and they realize it's probably not a work. I think, and I didn't think this was being discussed much, but the idea that this man has the title in his hometown after being cheered, his dog is here with him. He's eating his favorite food, Mm -hmm. giving shout outs and he's still here for nothing but vengeance. Yeah. I think that really took a lot of people aback because as fans of wrestling, they're all imagining what they would feel like in that situation. Right. And it's not that it's it not made, coming after Colt Cabana. Yeah. I made really, I, I was, I was a little sad today. I was listening to, um, Dave Meltzer, uh, talk about hall of fames. And he was talking about Japan and mm-hmm. just kind of the culture of like how you can't oh, yeah. really have those people who are like really big in a small place for a long time and get into the hall of fame anymore. Right. So he's talking about like, yes, yeah. Kanto Miyahara and all Japan. Who's, 
never going to be a hall of famer unless he leaves all Japan. And so I was just, you know, whatever, just thinking about all hall of fame and stuff. And it just occurred to me like punk is done. He, he will never be a hall of famer now. Like he Probably blew his, like, his whole was, legacy. He, he was right was on the, the cusp. Year he could have gone yeah. in. This is the and year. He, and instead he's going to go out to the guy who flamed out twice. And I think you're right on that. I really think you're and right. And it made me really sad because when you look back at the people who were the big names, you know, over the last 15, 20 years, he absolutely should be one of those names. Yeah. In there. He and should this, be. And it falls on him. This and is, the only reason he's not is because of himself. I mean, so maybe he could get in the MMA, the MMA division. <laughs> I mean, we can only hope. Yeah, maybe. We can only hope. Mickey Gall can induct yeah, him. Maybe maybe Mickey Gall will get in and bring CM Punk with him for like right. a, like you know, a, like the, a Forrest Griffin stuff and Bonner kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You can get in on matches. I doubt that one will ever get in. No, um, but you know it can go in the. Uh, we we can Kimbo always hold wing. out hope. That's right. Oh man, I need to just do a special talking about Kimbo Slice. I think Kimbo. Oh my God, I've got a lot of things to say about Kimbo Slice. That are counter to what most. You ever people. get to meet Kimbo? I did not get to meet Kimbo, and I, and that's a real shame. I think okay, thirty seconds. I'll get this out. Okay, I think Dana White wasted Kimbo Slice in calling him. Well, and it wasn't really Dana White that called him the Tiger Woods of MMA. Mm-hmm. That was stupid, though. Mm-hmm. The way I sell Kimbo Slice is this is a this is this man has known nothing but poverty. This man grew up on the streets of Miami, Mm -hmm. and he fought his way into the UFC with no training, no formal jujitsu, no formal wrestling, no formal anything. It's Tank Abbott. He fought his way off the streets, and he knocked out Tank Abbott. And to me, it's a feel-good story. It is the American dream of a guy who had everything going against him and got in the UFC and and he basically went one and one and Dana White fired him. And that's garbage. I think Dana White wanted to make an example over how much yep. better we are than this backyard stuff. When Kimbo yep. Slice was a legit feel good story. Yeah. Who deserved more than that. I think he, you're right. He, he, like the fact, like he had, he had a really, like he survived against Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson, if you're a garbage fighter, Roy Nelson destroys you. Roy Nelson can knock you out. Roy Nelson's a legit jujitsu threat. And Kimbo, I think Kimbo drew with him and then lost the decision on the ultimate fighter. If I remember correctly, I, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, Ryan Frederick, please let me know. Paul Fontaine, y'all both have better memories than me. And uh, I think Kimbo got a raw deal in the UFC. Yeah. Um, may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Pour one out for Kimbo. But, exactly. The man got his bread. Um, One of my, my favorite Kimbo memories is seeing him on the Jimmy Jimmy Fallon show Jimmy Fallon, yeah, Jimmy Fallon, and he basically, like, Jimmy was asking him about one of his early fights, mm-hmm. one of his early backyard fights. He's like, well, what is it? Um, he said, I rolled up. He's like, rolled up, knocked some teeth in the dirt, got my bread and bounced. And, like, that was his complete, <laughs> complete breakdown of the fight. Yeah, it was. And, I, oh, my God, I wish I had that T-shirt. <laughs> All right, let's see. What do we have next? I think next up we – uh have the deadline article about more AEW programming. Yeah, just Next a little brief this. mention. Yeah, they seem to be pretty happy and sort of an assume that they're going to add some programming 
I thought it was interesting in the Wrestling Observer, Dave mentioned that they have been filming a reality show to replace yeah. Roads of the Top, which would be very interesting I, if the, how honest they want to be in it. Yeah, and, I, and I'm really worried that reality show is AEW Women. Mm. And um, this weekend, our ladies from Power Bombshells mm-hmm. did a Facebook Live right when the Saints game was starting. That's right. I muted, yeah. I muted my Saints game to participate yeah. in that. And um, I probably should have stayed with that throughout the Saints game. But they were talking about how, like, if you're going to have a women's reality show, you should probably have a women's division. Yeah. And I was saying, my comment was, they put on the screen was, if it is, this is AEW women, I'm really glad those women are getting this paycheck. Mm -hmm. But you should probably have women's matches good enough first yeah. To have people want to tune in to the show AEW Women. Right. So I kind of hope that's not it, but I bet mm-hmm. that's it. I bet you're I'm assuming I that's right. it. It's their total listen, divas. Men largely don't watch reality TV. Yeah. Um, and we learned that with Roads to the Top. Total Divas, I know women that used to ridicule pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And me for watching pro wrestling. That started watching wrestling because of Total Divas. Yeah, and, and so I can see that's, that totally. It's the smart move. I can see that totally being. I mean, you know, when we saw that, um, that's the Jade when the Rich merger show, happened. The that's that's the, uh, you know, the 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 description of the audience, the discovery coming in. You know, yeah. this that they're the lean in, uh, or no, they're the laid back. Uh, women's audience because it's more yeah. reality programming and all that. You know, they are. Yeah, I could totally see Tony Khan serving that up and them just eating it with a spoon. Yeah. And the th- uh, like, I think it's it's something Discovery would want, probably something yeah. Discovery would ask for, something they could heavily advertise right. on their other channel. Just channels. show them Jade Cargill and be like, reality show about this person. We yeah. have a dentist. Jade we have Britt. Britt Baker. And yeah, that's a show. Yeah. And it'd be we a great show. Dr. Britt Baker, DDS, and that bitch. The yeah. show, sold, here's, done. Here's, here's Even the, I tune into that. Here's the thought I have that bothers me, though. Okay. Uh, that makes me think about like the Thunder Rosa stuff. Mm-hmm. Of how much of that is like really, you know, or could is it been, like kind of planted a little bit just to have a season, you know, where it's I like see Thunder Rosa first... dealing with that, and then you know. I could see the first story act, yeah. arc being based around the sandbag against Right, right. And then culminating with her being hurt and do they believe her and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. that would suck. Yeah. Let's move on before, Let's move before on. I fall into a pit of depression. <laughs> okay. All right. Next up, uh, AEW announces January 4th in Seattle. Let's quickly talk about the fact that AEW owes New Japan a lot for Forbidden Door. Yep. Wrestle Kingdom is Wednesday, January the 4th. Right. Um, and Tony Khan straight up said, I would pack a plane with my yep. wrestlers and send them to Japan. Yep. If this was on a weekend, mm-hmm. but it's on a Wednesday. Yep. And whether Brian Danielson wins the title or not, mm-hmm. he's the guy everybody wanted to see in New Japan. Right. And he's the guy that can't miss Seattle because that's his home. That's his home. Yep. That's his, that's his territory. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine, unless they're, I don't know, unless he, they're going to come back like a month later, which they only do with Chicago. Yeah. 
Like I would be willing for Brian Danielson to miss the hometown debut if you advert because the hometown debut is going to sell out no matter what because it's your first time there. Right. If you were going to be coming back soon after a month later, yeah. At Brian, that could be your drawing point card for for week two. Yep. I don't think it's as wild as most people think it is, and as big a conundrum. Yeah. But if he's theoretically, theoretically, yeah. If Tony he could do it. has a plane, like a privately chartered plane. He can get a plane. Uh, and Brian Danielson wrestles fairly early on the January 4th card. He Which could, he could be the first match. He could make Dynamite. Yeah. Like, it's possible. Oh, yeah. Wrestle is in the opening match in Japan and then yeah. flies back. And then flies back. It's, it's theoretically possible for him to get there. It's not necessarily smart. <laughs> I was about to say I'm laughing because I'm picturing Brian Danielson walking out, looking completely sleep deprived, yeah. <laughs> and like it's he's like just woke up on a plane. Yeah. But then it hit me; he's looked like that since he debuted in, in uh, AEW. Right. <laughs> it's true. He always looks like that. Yeah, they absolutely need to do this. Right. Like, there's nobody you could pull it off. You're more clearly going to pull it off with than Brian Danielson. Yeah. Heck, bring Zach Zach with him and just do the rematch like nine hours later. Oh my God, that's the move. Yeah. That's the move. He could win and lose. Uh, he could win a, an A. He could win a New Japan title in Japan and then lose it in AEW. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. Oh my God. The, the possibilities. <laughs> they could carry there. over the falls, like do like a 30 minute yeah. Iron Man in Japan and then do the second 30 minutes in there and do the and second carry half. The, carry, the, carry the falls over. Oh my God. This is brilliant. Okay, we've got to get you a job at AEW ASAP. Um, okay, now it is time for the highlight of this show with 15 minutes to go. Yeah, lightning round heat index. The, the heat index. Let's start with your sub-honorable mention. Because yeah. This week, <laughs> you have two. I have two, and there's three people on them. We're playing fast and okay. loose. Okay, let's go. My first honorable mention is to Luigi Primo. Who I know I had I'd seen him once before yeah. this show, right? Like a week was before. it the week before, right? On, like Twitter, and I was so excited, yeah, when I saw him because I recognized him. And my God, can he keep a pizza in the air, my friend? Yeah, he can. I've since watched a lot on YouTube. They, um, I was really glad to see him, and I hated it was only for three seconds. And it's one of those things that's like that was the only week he could have done that because I yeah. knew. I had that clip sent to me so many times by people who uh -huh. do not give wrestling the time of day uh -huh. and were like, have you seen this guy? Tell me who this guy is. And I'm like, I don't know. And putting him on there. And I think also I was like, I, they should have put the him right on elevation. Week. They should have put yeah. him on elevation. Uh, I don't know for certain that they didn't because I haven't looked, but uh, if he had a real match in elevation, then all the people who are now looking for that guy on YouTube mm -hmm. are going to come to your video. They're going to find elevation. And imagine right. if you put him, and I, I have real reasons for this. Yeah. You put him in a match against Dan Housen. They're both semi-comedy acts who can actually yep. wrestle. Yep. And you get a really good competitive long Dan Housen match out of this, which everyone I think wants to see. Mm -hmm. Dan Housen can you win. Have a long match to, yeah, Dan Housen can win. You have a long match featuring Louis Primo. And or Luigi Primo, Luigi. And frankly, 
I would I would have a huge kerfuffle in this match, some shenanigans that ends with Luigi Primo knocked out, his pizza dough on the ground, yep. covered covered in Danhausen's jar of, of teeth that's accidentally spilled out <laughs> on this pizza. Yeah. Yep. And uh yeah. and you've immediately got a brand new Luigi Primo Danhausen shirt that would sell like hotcakes. Yeah, instantly, instantly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's happy to see him. Number Other six. honorable mention I have, uh, Ward Joe, which apparently is the name that was been given to Samoa Joe and Wardlow that they gave themselves in the promo that was cut from Rampage. Oh my God. Come on now. Yeah. I, I, I don't hate that. It's better than it's better than Sam Lowe. It's better than Swift. Feels <laughs> it's true. Feels like it's, it's better than Swerve on our glory because at least, at least you yes, figure out is. what it means. Yes, it is. Yeah. Maybe so I like I like them being together. I I I wish that it hadn't come together like in the last five seconds of Rampage and people could actually spend some time getting excited about it. But yeah, it'll be cool. But, I think they'll be super over coming out. Like you pointed out earlier, that's a that's a phenomenal tag team to get behind. And if it leads to a match, it's a phenomenal match. Yeah. TNT title, ROH TV title, perfectly matched, I think, to put them established. They're kind of on the same level. I'm all about it. Yeah. Great. And uh, that makes me think this is a strong week with that didn't make top five. Yeah. Well, some of my 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 five and four are probably pretty questionable, but I have reasons. Uh, Okay. It's number five. I put Serena Deeb because... I thought she was the star of the match uh, in the tag team match on and mm-hmm. pin the champ. And I just want to advocate that she should be in a singles match for the title this Wednesday. And I'm mad that she's not. And that's why I wouldn't have put her in. That's that's why. Because she's not. Because it didn't lead not. to anything. Yeah. Because then they're not going to do anything with her. And yep. it, it breaks my heart. It kills me. Um, yeah. I think they're making every... If they just said we're whatever tony khan wants to do we're gonna do the opposite they could get a really strong women's division going really quickly mm-hmm. but uh they're not gonna do that oh puppet up's trying to wrap us up about 12 minutes too early <laughs> give me your number four will hobbs i think i thought he just it feels like a big deal every week there's a really fun mm-hmm. squash match with a guy who looked like the default creator wrestler in any wrestling video game <laughs> You caught me in the middle of a yawn there, but that's hilarious. <laughs> that's true, though. Uh, I almost put Starks up there with him, but I just wanted Cobbs to have his own slot. I think, you know, I I think he does deserve it. They are. They are. Um, you know, I I wish that he could have just moved on for a little bit before Starks came back, because I, I really would love to see like Hobbs against Moxley or Hobbs against uh, um, Wardlow. But, you know, that's fine. Now. I have one small issue with the way they're treating Hobbs. Okay. Why couldn't if he had had a squash match against Chuck Taylor? Oh, why Chuck? Because everybody apparently hates Chuck, <laughs> and he's apparently a weakling and worthless yeah. as a human being. I, of yeah. course, believe differently. Yeah. And know that he's a five-star machine. Yes. But you're right. Chuck doesn't lose any status getting punked yeah. out to Wardlow. Uh, yeah. to to Will Hobbs. Lose mm-hmm. getting squashed by Will Hobbs doesn't change anything for him. And I don't yeah, think right. you have a lot of guys right now who are in that position. I'm just looking it's like Yeah. There, why, there's a couple why guys Matt like Martino? that. Yeah, why a guy we've never heard of? Why not Peter Avalon? 
Right. You know, why not? There's a couple of there's a couple of people this could have been. Yeah. I think you go with Chuck Taylor. That's your guy. Yeah. But they didn't. And I'm I'm hopefully he gets wins over non elevation opponents at some point here in the near future. Mm-hmm. Number All right. three. Number three. This is where I'm starting to lump in programs instead of just people, but yeah, uh, like number that. three right now is the acclaimed daddy ass Swerve and Lee. I think this match is, you know, it's it's easily the best pushed match that Swerve and Lee have had. Yeah, uh, and it feels like a real tag team title match. Like it feels like a real, you know, like yeah. it's a big deal that these title, you know, there's anticipation, which is nice. It's not just going to be. There's anticipation. Yeah. There's true heat. There's excitement. We haven't had the rap in two in two weeks. Right. And, and they um, and they the AEW does a real good job of building anticipation for great matches. Yeah. But they don't really have done a great job across the board of building matches where you want to see someone beat somebody. And and that's and what everyone, this is. That is what this is. And listen, a lot of people are gonna hate me for saying this. Ticket price is gonna cover the whole seat, but you're only gonna need the edge for this match. <laughs> you're only gonna need the edge, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about this match. I wonder where they put it on the show. Let me tell you, that's a really good question. I really like Swerve and I really like Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. And I will be incensed if they win this match. I will be so angry. Yes. There will be no reasoning with me. No logic could win me over. I will be pissed off if they win this match. And I love those two men. Yeah. And I hope a loss leads to a brief feud. And then they go about their separate ways with Keith as a face, yep. Swerve as a heel, yep. or vice versa would be fine. That's right. We got to get Keith cleared up for a hoss fight. So yeah, we do. He needs to get out of this. It's, it's coming up soon, man. It's coming yeah. up in October. All right. At least the, the show. Number two, MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I did have him lower than that, but this week he's been doing like podcast appearances. Just today he did uh, Errol Hawani, which I only saw a couple yeah. of clips from. Yeah. But one thing I want to recommend is everyone to look for him on Barstool Wrestling, uh, a YouTube oh. uh, podcast. I believe it's uh, probably also is a, an audio published podcast. I watched the whole thing today and it was delightful. Be, partially okay. because the host and he I'm, clearly he's letting the guy in on the joke. Yeah. And they are just rolling with it. Like it's just two people who know how to talk to each other and stay in character. Yeah. And he's straight up asking him questions about CM Punk and, um, you know, like pushing his buttons and things. And if you want to see why Maxwell Jacob Friedman is the next Roddy Piper, like watch this, go. the way that he's able to stay in character and still have a reasonable conversation with a human being. Uh, he's, he's a little more, I think with Ariel Hawani, he's trying to play normal human a little more, but uh, on, on this one, it was like, it's, he's kind of free willing and having more fun. They get into the PWI 500 and um, all kinds of stuff about like, you know, he's number 16 on the PW 500 and they go down one through 15 and Max gives his reasons for why he thinks Roman Reigns should be number one and why he doesn't mind. Oh, that's great. And he goes that's off great. on a tear about no, new Japan and people who pretend they watch new Japan. And it's like everything you want out of that character. He, he it's gives a great heel. That's great. heel moves all. Yeah. By the way, I just heard a drive by shooting and puppet up jumped out of the window and I was legitimately concerned. My dog got shot. <laughs> she's not coming to see me, but she's walking around. Yeah. Like she did not, in fact, get shot. 
One other thing, though, about Barstool, real quick. Yeah. I don't know how many people listening to this show are Barstool fans. I'm assuming there's a few. There's a man who in the last year has become a huge deal in Barstool. Mm -hmm. I don't know how familiar you are with Barstool. Not very. Uh, Barstool Mincy, Ben Mintz. Okay. At some point, as Barstool Mincy continues to grow in popularity, I think he went from 500 followers on Twitter to over 100,000. Wow. I used to live with this man, and we used to have a radio show together. Mm. And um, I could... we could do special podcasts just on my stories about Barstool Mincy. He's legitimately insane and a legitimately wonderful human being, but a nightmare to live with and co-host a show with, but a wonderful person. All right. Number one on your list. The main event, Brian Danielson and John Moxley. It feels like the it, biggest deal. It feels like it should be the biggest deal. And uh, I don't know who's going to win. Real quick before we jump into this. Yeah. I got distracted by the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like MJF is a legitimate number two here. Yeah. You gave good reasons, but he's kind of the number two because there's not that much super hot right now. Yeah. And I feel like he should be hotter, but I'm hoping these appearances, these radio show appearances, get him there. These podcast yeah. appearances. That's what I'm hoping. One thing too. I'm hot Just about. Up. Yeah. The one thing other than the claimed and other than the acclaimed match, Brian Daniels and John Moxley, I'm incredibly hyped up for this. At first, and I actually said this to Sam um, mm-hmm. and Mel, to Sam and Mel the other day on Sunday. As I said, I thought they wanted Moxley to win, but Sam and Mel are smarter people than me, much smarter human beings than me. And they're like, well, like they all think Brian Danielson is going to win. Because mm-hmm. Moxley's owed a six-week vacation. Right. And I think they're right. And the thing is, I want Brian Danielson to win. I would. I really want him to have the gold around his waist. That's what mm-hmm. I hope happens. But the Moxley thing about being a legend, yeah. even if my plan was to... And I think that, like, my, if that was Tony's plan at the beginning, was for it to be Brian Danielson, after mm-hmm. Moxley cut that speech, I, it would it would have me in deep thought about whether I want to change directions real quick, Mm. because I think a lot of people are invested in him becoming that legend right now. Yeah. But a lot of people, again, feel Moxley's been too protected for a long time. Maybe shouldn't be in the title picture, but the man's earned it. And so, uh, the man's earned it. They, I think if the man wants it, he should get it. Yeah. And I think where I land on this is I'm happy. Whichever guy wins. They're going to give us a great match. I know yep. I'm going to love it. Whoever wins, I'm immensely happy about. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I, so I think the plan was the Mox is going to be off. And then in mid October, um, there's a show in Cincinnati. And I believe that was going to be his big return, a hometown return. Mm. So I agree though. I think it feels weird that like, like the, Danielson is the more interesting choice because it's more challenging. And mm-hmm. also you, you kind of want to, because it's like, you know, that he'll get his first title here and, you know, he's been in here a year and hasn't gotten through to that yet. Mm-hmm. But like you said, though, it goes against the flow because all the momentum is with Moxie right now. Yeah. And, all the momentum. And, and you're right. Like he stepped up and he declared himself the ace. And if he's going to be the ace, like if you have a guy who's ready to be the ace, like make him the ace, you know, make like, him the ace. Yeah. Yeah. He's asking for it. He's earned it. 
Yep. Put the ball in his hands. If you need yeah. to, put the ball in your hands. If you've got really good plans other than that, go for it. Again, right. Brian Danielson came in. The only reason Punk had more fanfare was Punk was gone for seven dang years. Right. Danielson had been gone a little while before he came back and then came yeah. to AEW. Right. Um, He's a guy I want to see gold around his waist. I really do. I want it, him, I want it to be established he is yeah. at the level of CM Punk or above mm-hmm. CM Punk. Because mm-hmm. um, I honestly do think he's a better wrestler than CM Punk. Not as good yeah. a personality, but a better yeah. professional wrestler. But a better person. <laughs> oh, way better human uh, being. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It would be interesting to see if Brian Danielson won. Yeah, that's right. Two times, but vegan only. Uh, yeah. Two times that's he would win the world title. Two times he would win the world title of his major company in the wake of Punk melting down and leaving. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're right. You're right. That never hit me. So I don't know if that's like an asterisk or, you know, it's just an interesting historical note, but we'll see. That. And again, we're in historical times right now. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that this month is going to be looked about these last three months, I think are the most important three months in my lifetime in pro wrestling mm-hmm. with the retirement of Vince McMahon and possibly a major realignment of AEW. These are three really potentially of the biggest months in wrestling history. Um, but we're kind of yet to see the AEW side of that. What really right. happens if CM Punk walks away and that or is fired and never comes back. That's significant. That's a big freaking deal. Um, but again, only time will tell on that. And I really, I feel like, I really feel like Tony Khan is not in any rush to make an announcement about the elite or CM Punk. And I think that's a huge mistake because in the absence of actual information, people Mm -hmm. are going to talk about bullshit information. People are going to make up their own fake news. (laughs) We sure. (laughs) Absolutely. And I am here for that all day long. And, um, and also here for the hard hard information, like the potential trade of the Young Bucks and John Cena that fell through, yep. thus resulting in the reboot of NXT 2.0. Yep. So yeah, other than yeah, we're here for all of it. All right, let's see what else do we want to talk about. We've got uh, we're at the hour and thirty minute mark. I think we can go a couple minutes over here. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about from Dynamite or Rampage this week? We may have missed. Uh, we, you, you, you brought up that you thought the, uh, Matt Hardy match was better than you thought it should be. I expected nothing out of the Matt Hardy match. It was, um, shockingly okay. Yeah. And that was good. Like that was a good Matt Hardy match for 2022. Yeah. I'm going to, I just rewatched Rampage an hour ago. So let me, I've got two other things I want to mention from it. Okay. We've already talked about the Wheeler Uta looking at the belt thing. Penelope Ford had a very good match, a really good match with Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Um, They're clearly putting some heat behind Penelope Ford. They Mm -hmm. need to put some heat behind Willow Nightingale as well. Yes. She's She's a star. Really good. She is a star waiting to happen. And I feel like you can get everything, almost everything you wanted out of Kylie Ray with the happy, smiley, whatever out of Willow Nightingale. Yes. She's very unique. She delivers something in that that only really Kylie had or yep. like, you know, um, oh, what's her name in WWE? Bailey. She's been a heel. Bailey. Bailey. 
yeah, you don't get a lot of women that really give that vibe very easily. Right. And Willow right. really gets over yeah. with that vibe. And so I, I really want have a those great personality two. for that reality show, too. I think she would. I doing. think she, yeah. she'd be the I think she's the nice, innocent friend who gets horribly mm-hmm. offended when somebody does something terrible. And then the others have to step up to defend right. her honor or whatever. Right. Right. Like classic trope. You need it there. Also, yep. let's see. That's it. That's all I had to say about Rampage. Yeah, that's really all I had to. Anything from. Uh, oh, the Sto- let's talk about real quick. The Stokely Hathaway firm promo. Oh, yeah. I liked I, it. I thought it would have been ridiculous with anybody else giving it, but I liked that everybody had a goal. Even if they were very pedestrian, mundane goals, mm-hmm. everybody had a goal. Yeah. And William Morrissey's was to do whatever the hell he wanted. Do whatever he wants. Big that. Bill. Big Bill, yeah. which was revealed on, pod, on that MGF podcast that I mentioned. Uh, MGF specifically mentioned that Big Bill is spelt with two G's and two L's. Big, <laughs> Big Bill. <laughs> Now I want him to be in a tag team with the big LG. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the tag team I want to see. Yeah, I thought it was oh, weird man. that, like, I mean, there was a lot of talking because they just it followed up an strange, MPF promo, it so it didn't lot, help them. It was strange. It was a lot, but I think Sto- it worked with Stokely. Stokely has a yeah. very, he has a yeah. weird vibe about him, but I he like does. it. He's a little unhinged, and I like it. He always uh, looks insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's gonna lose, he's gonna lose the plot at some point. You just don't right. know when that's gonna right. happen. I did have the thought with these guys, and I remember if I mentioned this last week, but every one of those guys, I think, probably would actually do better in WWE. Like, Ethan I think Page, I think Morrissey, Morrissey probably 100%. made a mistake. Yeah, I think the Gun Club yeah. would get a higher ceiling. I think they would get a higher ceiling. I think even yeah. Lee Moriarty would probably get higher than he will. So I hope that they all prove me wrong. I hope that they all after get. after what he and his partner did in the in that ROH New Japan deal that got them booted from ROH. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Morrissey, I feel like is almost like proving that he is solid without his part without um yeah what's his yeah, name yeah that was yeah Enzo the. Enzo. Yeah, I feel like he right now he is on his comeback tour separate from Mm -hmm. Enzo that will eventually lead to him back in WWE and having a really good run over there. Yeah, he'd be a main eventer there. I I think you're right about the the ass boys, too. I think they will have they would. They should end up in WWE at some point. I think they do really well in WWE. I I have a really good feeling you're right on that. And I think I think what Billy Gunn's doing right now would only help him. I mean, I think. Yeah. I think in his mind, Billy Gunn's thinking this is going to result in all of us getting a really good payday and me going home to the WWE. Yeah. And road, I think road dog now has an official position again in WWE. Yep. Which I don't, I think could only help him. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that is everything. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I think that's everything. This was a really fun show, Kevin. Um, really glad to be back here. Everybody tune in again next week for the birthday, the peppermint fatty birthday extravaganza version of the boom. I have no idea what that'll look like. It'll probably be me telling pointless stories, puppet up barking, drive by shootings, the huge. 
So from me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody, and we hope to see you back here again next Tuesday. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.